everyone. Welcome to Empower Your Oils, episode 55. And today we're going to talk about the oil of humility and non-attachment. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Juterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Juterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome. This is Gina. I'm super stoked to be here this week and we are talking about the empowerment of doTERRA's oregano this week. But before we get into the meat of the pod, we want to tell you that today we just ended our first Spoil You event from Empower Your Oils and we had such a blast putting this together. And so if you haven't found us on Facebook, um, there's lots of extra training this week on how to use specific oils and some links back to our old pods that we loved. And we really look forward to doing our next um, Empower Your Oils sample event. So just be tuned on that. Be tuned in. And then I know we've been kind of giving you some seed planting on some things that are coming in the works and we're super excited. So if you haven't listen to the last couple of weeks pods we want to let you know that we're working on a chakra series and um an oils and yogic sleep series and then I'm doing an erotic aromatherapy course and we're not quite sure how that's going to fit into imperial oils but it will somehow some way and then I think Janet and mine's favorite thing is we're planning a 2018 imperial oils retreat weekend what? and so I know. It's so exciting. We're, we're looking at uh, solidifying the dates within the next um, week or so. And so be on the lookout for that. We ha we'll have information, of course, plastered all over our Facebook page and our website and our personal sites. But um, this is uh, going to be a great thing. So we hope that you are looking forward to some of the fun stuff. And then someone, I think, Janet, were you the one? I don't know. One of us came up with an idea to have a... Um, uh, a shot recipe book and so maybe maybe for new year's we'll put something fun like that together i bet we will because <laughs> we just do stuff like that exactly <clears throat> and if you haven't checked it out yet and um, we still have eight sacred rebel roll-ons left to give away and you can be the next eight people to review us on apple podcast and post a screenshot on our Facebook page and you'll get one of these limited edition Sacred Rebel Roll-Ons in the mail. And they're going to be yeah. really cool and fun. And um, I've heard from people who aren't Apple people that figuring out how to review us is not very easy. So there's a link in our every week in our like show notes blog. So just follow that link and it'll take you to the iTunes page to review us. And they're so fun, and we're mailing those out in November. So for those of you that have already done it, I think we've posted and contacted you directly, but um, we're going to do a mailing in November. So be on the lookout for that. 
Okay, so oregano, oregano, oregano. This is such a powerful. We 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 we've been talking about this before we pushed record, and I think we used the word powerful about eighty-seven times. <laughs> <laughs> so, oregano is potent. It's powerful. It's strong. Um, you can use it aromatically and topically, and ingesting it. And we want you to know that it is a powerful and potent oil. So. Um, be careful when putting it directly on your skin. And when you ingest it, you don't need very much. Now, of course, we have our drinks that we make with it. And I used a toothpick drop of mine because um, I'm not necessarily using it as a medicinal for the drink. I'm using it more as flavor. And did you use a toothpick or a whole drop of your oregano? And today? it was about it. Yeah, maybe two toothpick drops. Two toothpicks, yeah. So if you have strong oils, it's a great way for you to to still infuse the oil. Um, in whatever it is you're making or cooking, but not want to put a huge, a whole drop in because sometimes that can be overpowering. Anyway, so I made a humbled warrior. It's called Gigi's Humbled Warrior, and it has tequila and jalapenos. Those are jalapenos. That's just how I say jalapenos. And a toothpick drop of a, oregano, and then I used agave and fresh lime juice um, and kind of made a margarita out of it. And I'm calling it the humbled warrior because um, I feel like you have to be a warrior to drink um, to drink tequila. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, lots of people like tequila, and I would love to be that person who can just take a nice, nice, good quality tequila and sip on it. And I'm just not that person, and I think that's why I'm like it takes a warrior to drink it. So. And I love this idea of a humbled warrior. So we're going to talk more about humble um, as we get into the ritual of the week. But that's why I came up with my name. And it's actually not too bad. I, um, I ended up doing a salt and sugar rim with wild orange. And I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I would have just done the sugar and not the salt, which seems counterproductive with a margarita. But that that's where it was but anyway I really like it I liked it and I think I would have used more jalapenos next time because I of course like spice spicy spice or muddled it or something because I don't feel like I got as much spice as I would have liked to nice yeah oh and here's the funny thing I'm at a friend's house and I'm cutting the lime and I'm cutting the jalapeno and I'm not really noticing and so being a gypsy and like doing these podcasts from other people's kitchens when they don't have, like, I don't have my kitchen tools. So interesting, but I'm cutting all of this stuff and I look and I realize I'm using the cutting board that is specific for raw meat. So I'm laughing to myself thinking, okay, it's the raw meat cutting board. And then I thought I'm covered. I've got oregano, which kills parasites. I've got tequila, which kills something that's not right in your body. I've got lime juice that'll cook anything, so that's totally fine. And then jalapenos, I'm sure, has some sort of something that can kill something. So anyway, I was kind of giggling, thinking, first of all, who has a raw meat cutting board? And then second of all, why is that the one that I don't realize <laughs> that I choose to cut everything up? So, But I loved that I was, you know, at least having all of these all of these really strong, powerful things that I've put together to create this, this, this drink. So anyway, that's my little story. 
Cool. I thought there was another little story about what you, where you put your hands. After oh that. shit. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you that. <laughs> so I'm shaking. First I was going to muddle and then I was going to shake. And then I was like, what do I do? And then I put the drink down. Thanks for the reminder. I put the drink down and I opened. So I always, almost always have a Mason jar. That's how I generally mix my drinks. I popped open the top and no shit. It goes straight into my eye. So in my eye, I have oregano, jalapeno, and lime juice and oregano. Yeah, oregano, jalapeno, lime juice. Of course, it starts burning. Uh, I, I immediately grabbed for the milk. So he, he, we have milk here. My friend has milk and put it in a shot glass. And I did an, um, a little eye bath. And it was amazing because it was immediate. Like my eye was burning and I thought I was going to die. And then I just did a milk bath and soaked it in milk for probably 10 seconds. And um, no problem whatsoever. So it's a great thing if anytime you have any skin sensitivity, anything, <laughs> um, milk and almond milk doesn't work. I've tried it before. Coconut milk doesn't work. I've tried it before. It has to be cow milk, moo milk. I'm sure cream would work just fine too. How about goat milk? I think goat milk would work. You know, goat milk actually might work. I don't know. I used to dr drink goat milk all the time and I don't know if I've ever put it in my eyes or on a skin <laughs> but I would almost guarantee you goat, goat milk would neutralize just the same as cow milk. I would think so because they're both like animals. So yeah. Yeah. Not nuts. So yeah. So it's a good thing for you guys to know out there who are using oils and if it gets into a sensitive part of your body, how to neutralize it. Cause remember water is a driver. So water will actually make it burn worse. <clears throat> Okay, enough about me. What are you drinking, <laughs> Janet? Well, I'm having Janet's Liberator Libation. And we must have been on the same wavelength because I did tequila today too. I used grapefruit juice and lime juice and some tequila and a drop of wild orange. And then I made a pink Himalayan salt and oregano rim. So it's, I just used a tiny bit of oregano in my salt mixed it up and then put it on my rim of the glass and I thought I put a tiny amount it was pretty strong but after about the first two drinks I liked it so <laughs> that's, have to, so... that's the warrior part you got to kind of power through that <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious okay so what I'm hearing you say is you did make a salt rim and you put oregano in it and it was kind of strong it was strong and I maybe did like one toothpick drop didn't seem like it did anything. So I did two and that's pretty powerful. So, but it was really good. Um, I already drank it all. It was yummy. When we were talking about the naming our drinks, um, we looked up libation because I've had like three people say to me this week, they didn't know what a libation was. And I had to explain it because I'm having a libation class on Friday. <laughs> They're like, what's that? But we looked, so we looked at libation, and I think the greatest thing about that is, is we didn't really know this what this meant. But a libation is a offering to a deity. So we didn't even know that's what we were doing, but it seems like we're working at it every week. <laughs> yeah, it's so perfect for the sacred rebels, right? Like we <clears throat> believe in all things sacred, and sometimes we get flack that how can we be holy people or how can we be spiritual people if we're having a podcast about drinking alcohol and so 
I think we both were tickled to no doubt when we saw libation was a an offering to a deity. So anyway, for whatever you whatever you think about that, that's awesome. And we of course want to honor you in all ways. And we're gonna talk more about honoring people in their belief systems um, as we as we get as we get going. I had one new gal join us on the, the spoil you uh, sample event this week and one thing she said that was that she really loved us not or like being fully accepting of all belief systems because I think I was talking about like you know whatever your language intention prayer spell uh affirmation whatever your language is and she she got a giggle out of that she loved that so I thought that was cool so oregano my favorite use for oregano is it's my go-to as soon as I feel icky, I am slathering it on my feet or downing it or putting a drop under my tongue, which burns, but it, it works really well. Or do I do a shot of it in a shot of, uh, usually I just do it with a shot of water. Um, I do want to say that this is something I would never leave the country without. So um, it's so important as a, uh, especially if you're going to a third world country where there's some eating restrictions. To me, it, it's the number one thing that helps keep my system, it has helped keep my system healthy in the um, digestive kind of system. So I definitely would not do any traveling without oregano anywhere. So that's my favorite use. I was going to say also you can get those little empty veggie caps and you could put a couple drops in there and take it like a pill. If you really, really can't deal with the taste and the, how strong it is. For sure. I always kind of power through everything. So, so um, I don't know if this is actually my favorite use, but what I've done a couple times when I feel like I was getting like respiratory problems, I uh, put a drop of oregano in my neti pot and used it. And that was pretty interesting. <laughs> you do that on a, um, you do that on a, do you do that on a weekly basis though? No. Oh, I was thinking uh, that you did. No, I've only, I only use it when I think I'm maybe going to have some sinus problems or something. Which um, is funny because don't you have sinus problems all the time? No. Oh, you don't. I thought you did. Since I've started using oils, I've had them less and less. Oh, cool. Except for when somebody comes to my house and is totally sick, and then we have to ride in a car together for 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's talking about me, y'all. So I did want to mention, too, that um, oregano is in doTERRA's On Guard Soft Gels in the, in the protective blend. So in addition to just On Guard, I know this isn't about On Guard, but um, there's black pepper, oregano, and Melissa, which are three powerhouses. And so it's another great way to get um, to get oregano when you're feeling icky. So just, just FYI on that. Some people have claimed to not take oregano more than 10 days in a row. Um, and I think it's a good rule of thumb. I don't think any of us it can be can be that sick. I think that I did use it the entire time I was in Nepal last time, which was three weeks. But that's kind of a different situation because you're traveling. Anyway, oregano is 
powerful and um, strong. And, you know, you can always put it in your pizza sauce and your um, spaghetti sauce, which I think yeah. is important. That's actually probably my favorite way to use it, is to use it for Italian food. Yeah. So it's good for the immune system, the digestive system, and the respiratory system. So just kind of know, know that. Let's see. What's another way to use it? Well, um, our fact of the oil fact of the day, we were going to say that you can diffuse it and it fights um, in fungal infections. Fungal infections. Fungal infections. Well, that's great. I mean, that's why we put it. That's why we put it on our body too, right? So true. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. So that's oregano, which brings us to the ritual of the day, or the the um, act of the day, or the practice of the week. And so, the oil of humility and non-attachment. The the first thing that we started talking about was this. Um, relating it, we're in the sacredness series, so we're kind of in the heart of the sacredness series, and I wanted to contemplate what is true sacredness, and that it didn't end up being where we took our ritual this week, so you can do extra credit homework if you feel like it, like what does true sacredness mean to you, and to me, true sacredness really is all about being humble and not attached, and so that's kind of where we started as we started talking about this idea of um, what is humbleness and what does it mean to be non-attached, so in our book, our favorite, you know, little Bible book, The Emotions and Essential Oils from EnlightenedHealing.com, which is not our sponsor yet, it talks about that oregano encourages true spirituality by inviting the soul to live in a non-attachment and teaches that devotion to a higher power includes letting go of rigidity, willfulness, negative attachments, and materialism. And we started talking about, well, we got on this tangent about being humble. Do we even want to open that can of worms, Janet? Probably not. Yeah. Just I'm just going to say that, you know, humble has triggers some people and there's all sorts of different ideas about what humble is. So that could be your third, you know, extra credit point if you discuss come up with what humble means to you. Yeah, it was really weird. And so I'm just going to share like when we started talking about it, um she had this comment that I was like, what in the hell, what are, what in the hell are you even talking about? So Janet had this whole definition of humble, which is not wrong that she thinks of when she hears the word humble. And I, I have not never, always. okay. So not always, but I had never associated with that. So I was like, oh my God. So then we started looking up the actual definition and then we got into this whole thing and then I got triggered. Then she was like, well, hold on. And then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And so it was kind of interesting. So we're like, well, shit, do we even say the word humble? Like it's the oil of humility, actually, humility and non-attachment. Um, but I think the basic thing that comes down to it is this whole idea of we want to focus on this idea of being non-attached. So like, are you willing to let go of the need to be right? And um, just think about that. Are you just even the statement? Are you willing to let go of the need to be right? And then also this idea of like trying to convert people about their their belief systems to align with your belief systems. 
you have anything to say to that before we go into like the examples? Well, it's kind of like you have to be unattached to control. So you can't control other people. So, you know, we would all love to control other people <laughs> because I don't know why it would, in the end it would really suck. I'm pretty sure. But, um, so it's just like the not being attached to always having kind of to have the last word and everything and have everybody go, Oh yeah, I really believe that now too. Because they probably still don't, but they're just trying to placate you. So I think the an attachment thing is really probably one of our hardest things to do and also one of the best things to do. I think oils is um thing to talk about with that because I mean, first of all, we can all be rigid in, in any belief system that we have, right? But to me, oils is kind of interesting. So some people, like many of us who listen to this podcast, believe that oils um, are really healthy and that it's natural medicine and that it's super amazing and healthy. And then some people might think that oils are toxic to the body. And so... Um, if we who believe that the oils that are healthy were so caught up and like damned and determined to change someone's mind who is like absolutely not um that to me is the rigidity of just like can we just let go and be like okay so that's not our people they're not going to use oils like my dad is like that he's just like it's a bunch of bullshit and like it, they stink don't bring them in my house and my mom is like, oh my God, I have to have essential oils. And so that's their relationship, right? Is this whole like interesting dynamic about my dad being a definite non-believer in oils and my mom knowing for a fact they worked because she had him when she was going through chemo and it was all this interesting stuff. That's their stuff. But if I tried like heck to try and force my dad to change his mind, it's just not, it's not going to work. So there, I just have to be unattached to be like, okay, my dad doesn't, just not a believer, not a believer in the oils. Yeah. Have you, have you had an experience with that, Janet, where someone was either, um, like so rigid one way? Both ways. And I mean, it is interesting when you find somebody that's like, that's just bullshit. And you're just like, okay. I mean, there's no use beating them over the head and chasing them down and trying to make them do it because it's just not going to work. Yeah. And if they decide someday that it works, then that's yay. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting thing right now because our country is so divided and I don't even get in, like I am definitely one that is not politically, my political choice is to be politically uninvolved, which is a trigger for a lot of my friends. <laughs> and it's so interesting to watch because I'm like, whoa, like this is crazy. Like there's these, these people who, like, I don't know, it's just so interesting. So just like start watching, see how you are like, you know, are you, Janet and I say this a lot, like who has the pleasure of being my trigger today and trigger to me so often comes to attachment. Like, well, she can't wear that because she looks like a slut. Well, what does it matter if she looks like a slut and what does a slut look like? And like, oh, like just everything literally yeah. comes down to attachment and maybe not everything, everything is a big word, but so often our triggers that we create ourselves, like I'm triggered because she's dressed like a slut, not her. She probably thinks that she looks fine and still I'm going, what is a slut? But anyway, 
Yeah, well, you know, and that's true. You know, it triggers me just slightly. It made my potty cringe when she's politically unattached. (laughs) Right, totally, right? Yeah, and this has been something that we talk about, and she tries to support me as best as she can in a space where she is like, do you realize, you know, she's my perception of Janet, she's more of a feminist of like, do you realize, you know, like women stood up so you would have the right to vote? Why aren't you voting? And blah, you know, <laughs> your voice does matter and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just one person. And so that's, that's my deal. But that happens a lot. And I yeah. love Janet wholeheartedly. And she loves me wholeheartedly. And I may not agree with the choices she makes. And she may not agree with the choices I make. And there's a space where we just have to be like, okay, not yeah. my circus, not my monkeys. Like what Janet does. Totally doesn't really affect me. So that's this, this really interesting space of non-attachment. And with regard to the oils, we want to invite you, if you are a sharer or a builder in this, um, in doTERRA, this idea of being unattached to the sale. Like, I love to share these oils. And I think one of my gifts and why people like to work with me is that I don't care. If they don't want to buy the oils, great. It's like totally their choice. I will present evidence and information about why I think they're amazing. And if they're like, yeah, I'm not buying it. Awesome. And they go down the street and they buy from someone else. Great. Yeah. I planted some seed to really be unattached, but I feel like it's a fine line to be in business when you can step back and not be attached to if people you're using their oils or, um, buying oils or whatever so anyway wow we got on a tangent well and I also think just uh, you know just because I don't know it's almost like unattached sometimes can go completely the other way so like you're not attached to life at all and so you don't really want to swing that far away (laughs) yeah I mean I've met people who aren't attached like at all to it I don't know. And maybe that's my trigger that they're not, they don't have any community. They don't have, you know, they just don't seem to give a shit about anything. And maybe that's different than being not attached. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting thing. Like, do they have purpose in their life? Are they wanting to, um, Yeah, that's kind of a whole funny, interesting tangent, right? I don't know. That just hit me all of a sudden. I went, huh, am I so unattached that I just don't give a shit? (laughs) And maybe that's okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I see what you're saying in that. Do you find... Do you find that you feel that more people are attached or 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 not giving a shit? I think um, it's kind of that whole really wide spectrum like I'm so attached and then I just go screw it and I'm like completely don't give a shit that there's Mm. like nowhere in the middle there it's like you swing one way or the other really far yeah are you talking about an Aries in specific (laughs) someone who's totally black and white I don't don't understand those people at all hello (laughs) but then you know and then you swing way back to being attached you know and then you swing back and that's like you know me, I'm totally a gray person. I don't think anything is completely black or completely white. There's always some shade of gray in there. Yeah, I, I know. It's so funny. You know, it's an interesting conversation. And I guess for me, the whole thing, it always stems around awareness. And so 
you know, am I attached to this sale? Am I like, is there, is there is this expectation or this attachment that this person is going to do this thing or that this thing is going to happen, you know, like, oh, if I take oregano oil, I'm never going to get sick. Like, I mean, even just something as attached to that, there's such an interesting concept of like belief and attachment. Um, I had someone once tell me that I was so open-minded, I was closed-minded and I, it, that floored me like what are you talking about and it she was really right I was so open-minded and I so wanted people to kind of try and have an eggshell view or crack their eggshell to have a bigger viewpoint and she's like because you want that so bad you forget and fail to just accept me for what who I am and where I am in my belief system Mm -hmm. and I was like fundamentalist Christian probably Mm -hmm. And I was just wanting her to be like, could you just see one little thing from my eyes and me just priding myself and being so open-minded was completely closed down to her beliefs. She was such a beautiful teacher for me. Because you were so attached to having her have an open mind. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that funny? Like, I want to be so open. And she's like, yeah, you're so open, like that you're closed. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I love that teaching. It has affected me my whole, it has affected me since that conversation ever happened. And I, and it was that awareness to be like, oh my God, I just want her to be open. I just want her to see through my eyes or see something different. And in that I completely was rigid and I didn't allow her to have her own, like to really have her own belief system. It's really, so here's the cool thing. Here's the ritual for the week. We love this quote by Marianne Williamson. Um, She had it, she wrote it in um, one of her books, A Return to Love. And um, we want you to open your oregano and take a couple of nice inhales. If you want to put it on your body, you absolutely can. Um, It's a beautiful oil to use. And then we want you to read as you're inhaling or um, after, just immediately after you've inhaled, we want you to read the quote and we'll have the JPEG on the website that you can download. Do you want to read the quote, Gina? Janet? Gina? Gina, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> awesome. It's um, awesome. Sure. I'll, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightening about shrinking so other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh my God, I love that quote. I love that quote. Me too. It's so great. Yeah, so I guess the ritual, you guys, is just, I mean, it's to smell oregano and to say this, to say this quote to yourself, maybe even like look in the mirror as you're reading it. And then this, this question of like, how, how are the ways that I'm attached? And what would life be like if I um, was able to remove the blocks 
clear the negativity, cut away, cut away the attachments. Like what would my life look like? And would that allow me to, um, shine, shine. shine. Yeah. So thanks for being here, y'all. Thanks for being in this um, season of sacredness. We're so, we love you so much. Please uh, find us on Facebook and give us a shout out and tell us what you love about this pod. And um, if you've been having some great effects from reading the quote every day, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers. Please visit EmpowerYourOils.com for information on purchasing Deutera Essential Oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means... Sign up for our email list. doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed health care professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.